Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room. We're going to talk about the Bengals' upset win over the Titans, the Browns dropping one against Oakland. Um, I want to get into a little bit of talk about Lamar Jackson after what I saw on Sunday against Pittsburgh. I'm going to talk a little bit more about how you can win the Bengals' salute to service hat that we're giving away this week through um, us linking up with Big Rig Sports. Um, All of that coming up, plus a little bit more. So, Chad, what do you want to talk about today? Wednesday, November 4th, did something happen yesterday? And I think we would be a little naive and a little bit hypocritical if we didn't talk about what's more important than sports right now because there's something going on that's a lot bigger than sports. It is the day after the election. We still have not been declared a winner, um, and we can always get to sports in a little bit, but... What is going on with our country, in my opinion, is a straight fucking shit show. Um, like I said, we're we're recording this at, what time is it, 5.30? 4.51. 4.51 in the evening, November 4th, Wednesday, and we still haven't been declared a winner. Um, we're hearing things, it's a lot of bullshit going on. Um, and it's just it, our our country itself just looks really bad, man. And it's one of the few times where it's like, man, this this sucks, you know. And people know who what side we're on, and and that's okay. And uh, you know, one thing I don't want to be considered as is a sore loser because that's one thing I'm not. Um, so let me just tell you what I mean by that. You know, if I felt like this was done fair and square and the numbers were correct. I would totally be okay with defeat sure, in a fair manner. Um, and I don't think we're getting that these, this mail-in voting, this shit's got to go. This, this just isn't, it, it just isn't right. Well, look at how it's flipped. Okay. So Biden's leading the polls up to election day and everybody's like yeah mail-in votes are coming in you know he's gonna leave mail-in voting everybody pretty much knew that okay so they're they're, they're talking about their big lead with the mail-in votes and then you you see how things start to unfold last night trump, trump takes the lead in michigan he takes the lead in uh virginia he takes the lead in you know several other swing states and they're refusing to call it it took them hours to call florida when florida was reporting like 96 percent for hours of for of hours their precincts reporting and it and it, it all flips so so he gets this lead in, in the michigans and the virginias and the pennsylvanias and all of a sudden it's like well well uh probably just should shut it down for the shut night Shut it down for the everybody's night. a little shut tired it down for the night and i don't what? know about you but i woke up many a times last night i kept the tv on oh yeah i barely woke slept. up many a times just to look and see what was going on and every time i woke up we were still at a standstill and then all of a sudden i look up around like 5 a.m and biden has a hundred and thirty six thousand votes in michigan in right? michigan how many did trump have Zero. And this is what, what I want to get exactly? into. 136,000 votes. Okay, so there was 136,000 mail-in ballots. 
Not one went to her towards a third party. Yeah. Not one went towards Trump. Come on now. Come on, dude. They just found a hundred and come on. You just found a hundred and thirty six thousand Biden votes. This this shit is is fraudulent. This, this is shit what, is not fraudulent. And I'm not being a sore loser because, you know, I, Biden himself is, in my opinion, not a terrible person. I, you know, I don't think he's. I'm more scared of Kamala Harris. Than exactly. Kamala oh, or, well, or or because Biden's just the puppet. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's not even going to be around long. He's just the puppet for now, for sure. And. It, you know, and that scares the shit out of me. But like I said, this isn't about being a sore loser because if this was, if these numbers were right, in my opinion, or, you know, like say, fuck it, you know, we're, we know we're going to court. We knew we were going to end up here anyway in the Supreme Court. And if they declare after all these votes, Biden's the winner. Okay. I'll take it like a man. I, I'll take it like a man. But the shit right now is fraudulent, dude. I'm telling you. It's insane how last night. You know, we got a couple group chats going with a couple different people. We're watching the news. We're flipping back and forth. And it's looking pretty good for, for Donald Trump. Things are looking solid. He's he's taking leads in states. He's flipping Virginia, which is, you know, something that they thought was going to be unheard of. But and everybody's like, okay, you know, but he gets the lead in these big states. Your Pennsylvania, your Michigan, your Wisconsin. All the battle states. All all those swing states that matter. They called Ohio for Trump fairly early. Um, so all of these states... He takes a lead and he takes a pretty solid lead in with a pretty high percentage of precincts reporting. And well, we got to shut it down for the night. Yeah. Or North Carolina, there's oh, a water, we gotta, main we break. water main break. There's another water main break in Georgia. There's two of them going on. Like, like, and then get and the th- fuck out of here. And then I'm sitting there watching Fox News and they call Arizona with millions of votes left. Arizona's still got hundreds of thousands of votes left as we speak right now. Yeah. And they called it for Biden. It's unreal, dude. It's, I just, I don't understand. The most, the biggest thing that I'm annoyed about is just the voting itself. Like, back in the day, the only way you could vote was to go to the polls the day of. What is wrong with that? What's doing it the old-fashioned way where we know it works, where all the numbers come in and it's in the machine right there and, they, and it just gets sent out? Like, what, what's what's wrong with doing it the old-fashioned way? Like, why has it got to be... Through fucking mail, where anybody can get a hold of it and drop it into a fucking mailbox, you know, or absentee voting, where and I'm okay with absentee because because it's very vetted and, yes. and you know, like the people overseas, or even though I think we we could have the money to let them cast over there, you know, or you know, bring them the machines or or something, it you could know? be done, yes. you know, I think it could easily be done instead of mailing in votes. Like, but for the absentee votes, you know, if you have maybe a disabled person or, you know, or, or, or like I said, a a vet, you know, overseas that where, you know, you have a copy of their, their identification card or you, you just, you get all their information and you send them one ballot. Okay. We're not just fucking sending out millions and millions and millions of random ballots. Just putting them out there. Just putting them out there for. John Doe to go get them. It's and then they just come not, in and vote in person again. Yeah, it's just it's just not right. It's just not right. People are getting multiple votes. People, it's just a fraudulent system, and I couldn't be more disappointed in the system because well, I will. It, it's like every. It's like I'm, dude. I'm a Browns fan. I'm used to taking my ass with <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and and you fucking lift your chin up and you go about your business. You be a man about it. And if this was real, if I thought for a second that this was real. I would take my ass whooping like a man and I would move on. But this is fraudulent shit, dude. It's it's funny to me that, 
you know, we're, we're talking about the system, but the system has been, been being changed. They're changing the rules of the game while it's being played. Exactly. As they see that it benefits the, yeah. the, the Democratic side. And this all goes back to COVID. Absolutely. COVID was created and released by China in partnership with the Democrats to fuck with Trump. The reason that you didn't see this in 2016, I, I know they, they didn't who, think Trump stood yeah, a chance. I know who we voted for, but did you really think that night you were going to watch Trump win the presidency? No, I, I, mean, I don't think no. anybody did. Nobody, so, nobody did. So they didn't fuck with it, right? He shocked the world. He did it. And now he comes in. He's the incumbent. He's got, you know, Sleepy Joe up against. But but th- there's so you can't. It, I'm sorry. You just can't tell me that this virus that we already know the real results of. A lot of the people through the CDC that you've seen have died with COVID in their system, but they've come out recently and said, yes, they died with it in their system, but they didn't die from it. You, you've seen all that. But this this shit was I, I believe it was man made. I believe it was released by China to fuck with Trump in partnership with the Democrats. And oh, Joe Biden's pretty connected to China. We've learned that here in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. And these mail-in votes were were the ringer. And I've been getting a lot of shit. I have actually um, deleted the Facebook app off my phone for a minute. I'm only working the podcast page through pages because I was getting into some real shit. And, and, and just on that point that you made about the CDC. So, for instance, my son goes to school, you know, and I know of kids being at school. If they and I know of a kid personally, one of my son's friends, if you contact COVID, they made this kid miss two, two or three football games. He had to go home and quarantine for 14 days, dude, 14 days. He had a quarantine because the CD said the guidelines are somewhere between the 10 and 14. Then yesterday, the CDC comes out and says, even if you have COVID, it's okay to go vote. Bingo. (laughs) What, What does that tell you? Honestly? What I mean, that what you? more do people need to hear that? That's this whole thing is bullshit. Like this is the biggest one of the probably the biggest election all time. OK. And apparently we're dealing with the biggest pandemic we've ever seen since like 1914 or or whatever it is. And COVID this COVID that. And you want a motherfucker to go stand in line where people where hundreds of people are standing and they have COVID and it's OK because they need to vote. That's it's wildly blatantly Dude. obvious and people, and people choose not shit. to see it. Yeah. They, people they, believe this. They shit. make a conscious decision not to just see through the bullshit. And people will say, well, do you really think that that they created a virus and released it all over the world just to influence the American election? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Trump yes, is a businessman. He plays hardball <laughs> with these motherfuckers. And, you know, it didn't just hear pay China millions like. Yeah, it's just, I absolutely. It's just how it works. Absolutely, it's I how it works. Absolutely, believe that they were willing to fuck with the rest of the world to influence America's election. One hundred percent. This shit is insane. Trump had heavy leads in these states, and they wouldn't call it. Biden has a, you know, not a, even a lead. He's about to lose Arizona. But but he but he gets. I'm saying yesterday. Ten minutes I, in, he had Arizona. I posted this on my Facebook yesterday. It's like. Biden is leading a state, but a lot of the precincts aren't reporting. They're calling it. It's Biden's. Call yeah. it. But Trump is leading Florida for hours with 96, 97% of precincts reporting. And people are like, oh, well, hold on. Let's let's not, let's not figure it out. Even up until last night, he's got the lead in Michigan. Well, now Michigan's like, well, <laughs> we might need till Friday. Yeah, hold and on. Then, and then Wisconsin has more votes than they have registered voters. They waited for everybody to finally go to sleep yeah, last night. And like, night. okay, how many votes do we need? They, they found out okay this is what we need so this is why this is why mail-in voting has been being pushed on you for fucking months so it's so at 
2.30 in the morning, Trump comes out and gives his press conference, and then they say, okay, so here's where we're at. This is what we need. Everybody go to sleep. Not going to be done till tomorrow. we got to go through all these mail-in ballots and all this shit now. They're, so they know how many points they need to win. It's like getting into our pick and then seeing somebody's tiebreaker. Yeah. And then yeah, like, okay, yeah, well, that's what I need to change. You know, yeah. so that's why we fixed it. We exactly. fixed the, the, the problem. That person picked sixty five. If I pick sixty four and I got all those points up to sixty four, I'm going to win it. Yeah. And shout out to Beth McClure for winning. We'll talk a little bit more about the pick'em today. I meant to get to that at the top of the show, but let's stay Some on. Some things task are here. more important, man. I cannot believe how blatantly obvious it is that this is being stolen. We watched Georgia get stolen overnight and luckily it swung back the other way Dude, it's right in front of our eyes it's like it's right there like 136,000 votes all for biden like like you couldn't been fucking a little more sneakier like you couldn't gave biden 146,000 made nine out for trump and then a thousand out for a third party person dude i went to sleep and by the time i wake up Four hours later, because I barely slept. I didn't really sleep. I was up and down like you. So you mean to tell me from that point to the point where I got up, got ready for work, and did my shit, that not one vote, not one ballot in the state of Michigan was cast for Trump? Get the fuck out of here. Dude, after what that governor's done and locked them down, not let them do this, not, you know, not let their fucking high school kids play football, all that bullshit. It's ridiculous. bullshit. And people it. think, you know, if you don't like the COVID lockdowns because, you know, you're mad that you can't go to the bar until midnight. No, it's not it. It's because we have known. It's all, about freedom. All, all, all along. I wouldn't say all along. I think when COVID first hit, nobody knew what to think. We're like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. be a little careful. Yeah, everybody was on edge but, at first. But, but then, okay, we start to see the facts of this, and it's clear that this is for political gain. This has been this is a tool that has been used to get the outcome that, that they want. And now that it's upon us. People are like, oh, well, I mean, that's why, you know, Biden's rallies were low because people were just being smart. Yeah. Trump was and having these super spreaders. You got 96 mile long car parades. You've got 30,000 people at your rally four or five times a day. And you got fucking, you got fucking Amish at, people. You're a hundred if you're lucky at Trump at Biden. And, and you got fucking Amish people coming in on horses and buggies with Trump flags and shit. All of this stuff. Trump performed better in every demographic than he did in 2016. He had higher turnout of all of at all of his rallies than he did in 2016. Everything's bigger. And then. These states are voting for Republican Senate representatives. Mm-hmm. So so I'm supposed to believe that these states are voting for Republicans in the Senate, but they want a Democratic president? Yeah, that, it, it's... None, none, of that, none of that lines up. There's no way. And there's I know no that way. those races, they, they differ, and, and there's different sides of it. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that, A, you call this shit out, and you say, this is bullshit, we're clearly being stolen. There, there's data everywhere you can look at graphs and just i mean honestly you you watch biden get 136 138 whatever it was literally overnight and trump didn't gain one and, and, and nobody's it, gonna question it, it yeah it hit like in an hour it hit in an hour and, no, and well, kind of back kind of back to your point about about the covid lockdown shit it's kind of like at my job you know like if i if i want to stay over for overtime and, and you know and i want to do it and make double the double the dollars okay but the second my boss says hey i'm forcing you to stay over it's when he said it's different it is it hits different okay even though i'm making double the money or whatever it was wait well hold on he just forced me i didn't i didn't do this on my own like, yeah. like yeah. We, this is the united states of america the greatest country in the world okay and our freedoms being taken from us our freedoms just being snatched right right from us with the covid bullshit like I said, and I can't reiterate it enough, man. If if this election would have been right and Trump loses, 
whatever. Take 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 the shot like a man, but shit just don't add up. My only hope, and this is gonna be this is gonna be a fight for a while. This thing's not gonna this, end. This this is gonna be a week or two. It's not gonna end tonight. No, I mean, we're we're, no. we're gonna be sitting around this weekend watching football and then flipping over and seeing what's going on with. Yep. And my only hope is that a they can, without a reasonable doubt, expose what happened, or b it doesn't go the way that we want it to go. And at the end of the day, if that's the case, if they can prove to me that that it's been investigated, it's been vetted, and, and Biden just happened to have the highest vote for a, a presidential candidate ever, then more power to him, I guess. I'll yeah, take it. Whatever. I'll hope that he does the country well, and that, that is what it is. I, what I'm not going to do is go start burning shit down yeah, and throwing bricks through windows and yeah, shit. People's belongings, yeah. I don't um, do that you know, and destroying Killing businesses and shit. And shit like that. But, and I can't say this. Do you think those those big cities were boarded up you know, night before last, before the election, because of what they thought Republicans were going to do. Right, we all like, know no, better. Come People, on. everyone knows better, man. So, I mean, it's it's just it's it's very upsetting. It's it, not I, over yet, though. It's, it's not. It's over not yet. over. And, I, and apparently, Arizona at five thirty, Arizona's back in it. They're up for grabs. Pennsylvania's a big one. North Carolina, Georgia. Like Trump has Pennsylvania locked down. He has declared. It looked victory. like he had. Michigan and all that. They just need to see where the votes are. So I, I mean, it, it, it's not over yet, and I'm with you. I don't, I don't want the the sore loser brand, but the fact of the matter is, if we call the bullshit out, people are going to say we're sore losers. It's Sorry. just what it is. Because Sorry, they, this is they, our and podcast. They've been trained. We can say what the fuck we want. If they want to come on, they they know they can get a hold of. There's us. a chair right there. Yeah. Right. And, and and this is the fact of the matter is, they're going to believe what they're being told to believe anyway. I mean, yeah. you oh, know yeah. what I they're mean? Gonna, gonna watch Trump's the a sore loser. Yeah, exactly. And if Trump goes to, to the Supreme Court, if this goes to the Supreme Court, Trump is going to win it. The Republicans have the majority in the Supreme Court. That's why it was so... So important for ACB. Yeah. And and people that and this is why the Democrats hated that. Yep. Because for whatever reason, they've changed their mode of thinking. There's videos everywhere. They were talking about how the president nominates the Supreme Court. The, the president controls the Supreme Court. He nominates it. The sitting president does it. There's videos of Hillary saying it, Biden saying it, all these other Democrats saying it. But now 2020 election year, Trump wants to put in a woman who the left wants way more women in power, right? Right, right, right. But not a conservative woman. So Trump wants to nominate somebody, and now they change their tune. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not fair to the American people in the middle of an election. Just because he's the sitting president doesn't mean he he gets to nominate Supreme Court justices and all this bullshit that they said that directly counter, excuse me, directly contradicted what they've said for decades in the past because it doesn't fit their narrative now. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's ridiculous. And I hope to God that if this thing does go Biden's way and he takes it, I'll pray for the best that he can do for our country. I think it's going to be shit. But, hey, I have to hope for the best. But if that's the case, I want Donald Trump to spend the next however many years of his life just on a complete exposure campaign. He's going to have a presidential security detail for the rest of his life, just like every other president. Never, he's never going to get questioned. He's never going to get hard questions. It's I, I want him to go expose fucking everything. No, I'm talking about, I was talking about Biden, but. No, I want Trump to yeah. just go on a fucking exposure tour from here on out. Yeah, he's he's going to have a security detail, you know, fit if for a president. don't put him in jail. And they probably manufacture that, but you know, Hunter Biden can smoke crack and have pictures of naked children on his computer, children that he's related to. And, you know, I guess we just forgot about it and it stopped yeah. getting talked about. Yep. 
you know, the dude that casually just texts his dad, like, yeah, man, I've been smoking crack and walking around naked. <laughs> like, like I read that. Like, he really, he was just texting about it. Yeah, they were, they were open. They're open emails. Fucking unreal. But that is why we are uncut. We will say the shit that you, you, no one else will say. And this is, what, this is why we started doing it. Not necessarily for, on a political view, but... We really had a no yeah. politics rule. For yeah, we did. We didn't. We didn't want to get into politics, man. But the way this fucking country is now, it's you, you almost have to. You got to speak your mind. Shit, but let's is get off in. The let's rails. get into the let's stuff talk sports. That people want to hear us talk about. I don't know if anybody wanted to hear us talk about that, but so first they got off, it. Um, get into the sports thing. I, I, as I said earlier, I do want to shout out Beth McClure for winning our three hundred and seventy dollar pick'em pot last nice week. Pot. Um, that was pretty much determined Sunday night with the new yeah. format that we had, I think. She killed um, it. She, she was up two games with one game left, and, you know, with, with the transparency that you can see everything now after Sunday at 1, it was just known that um, she, won. she won. So congratulations to her. They are already back in. And the and the uh, week 9 pick them is now open. So. It, is, it is open up. Um, we got some, some picks coming in. I sent out an email reminder today. Uh, I can't keep chasing people down to pay their money, man. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we've got – 80 people in this thing now, you know, 80 listings. I, I can't message everybody. I got a job. I got live at home. I got shit to do. I wasn't trying to be an asshole if you got my email, but I just have to say, if you don't pay by Thursday at 730, your account goes inactive. I kept getting people messaging me after the fact on Sunday, like, hey, man, why is my account inactive? It's like, well, I didn't get your money. Yeah, you got to pay. I can't post up the pod on you, Thursday. You can't watch Thursday's game, your team loses, and not pay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. You got, we give you the deadline at 730. It's an hour before the first game. The money has to be in. I mean, everyone else does it, so you got to do it too. And that's You're just, going active. That's just the way it's going to stand. And um, we we've got a few people that are in here still um, in the in the actual pool that haven't paid or done picks for a couple of weeks. So what I'm going to do is, if you don't get in it this week, I'm going to delete your entry. But that ju- that doesn't mean that you can't ever do it again. That just means you would have to tell me, hey, man, I haven't done it in a few weeks. My bad, whatever. You know, something's come up. That's cool. You're just going to have to sign up with a different username and password to make your picks again. Mm-hmm. I need to do that so I can clean up the leaderboard and I can see how many spots we actually have left for new users. So right. it's not be being a dick or a control freak or anything like that. It's just kind of the way that it has to be done. And I, I for nine weeks that we've been doing this, I've spent most of my Thursday texting people, messaging people, seeing if they were yeah. getting in. You don't got to do that. I can't do that anymore we posted enough on our facebook and our twitter i think yep. for for enough people to get it we always share it on our personal pages so we're going to stick with that um and it's it's dipped a little bit i think maybe because i've stopped reaching out to everybody for money so i mean it is what it is we'll get what we can get and chances are i mean whoever wins fifty dollar pot everyone's okay with yeah, that whoever wins is going to win a couple hundred dollars so. into a couple hundred shit so it's, it's hey it's, but it's let's, let's get into this fucking sports shit man you're bingles the best what a, team. What a in the win! NFL. The the best team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna win. What a win! They're gonna win the rest of their games. They're gonna kick the shit out of Kansas City in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. We're winning the fucking Super Bowl. I see Bowl. it. I you see like it. that? I see it. All right, all right, all right. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. I, you uh. know, I, I, you know. I'm just gonna be honest <laughs> with you. I I debated coming in here, to, and when we got to this segment, I was gonna get on my phone, put my fucking Phone, put my head down and and not even really talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the Bengals. Why? What's wrong with the Bengals? I mean, well, I, know, I mean, I know you hate them. Well, I was told, and I'm not going to put any names on this, but I was told after Sunday's win, this is a real thing. You've seen this. <laughs> I was to- told that Joe Burrow is the fourth best quarterback in the league right now. 
Well, that's not true because he's clearly the first. Yeah. No, I I I, I know where what you're I need to drink about. like liquor and just listen to you. <laughs> no, let this be your segment. I, I think he's I think he's what third or fourth in passing yards, something like that. That's yeah, all well. He's and good. also thrown fuck a fuck ton. You know? Yeah, that, that that's all well and good. I, I and Dan Orlovsky. Hey, but by the way, his best game so far, man, he was money. He was absolute money. Yeah, yeah, he had a great game. Um, behind, I mean, the offensive line that was just like, oh shit, we're just gonna throw these dudes out there. Yeah, we got four offensive linemen out, and first game he never got sacked. Yeah, so that was good. Now the, the Burrow thing, though, I I, I do want to say Dan Orlovsky said yesterday on ESPN. I watched it live. He said that he would take Joe Burrow over any young quarterback in the league except for Patrick Mahomes. I thought that was a bold take. <laughs> young quarterback, so I, I I don't know what classifies I, that. Yeah, but. I mean, I, so if Patrick Mahomes in there, I mean, I'm not taking him over Deshaun Watson. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that that was an argument from from Booger McFarland. I, I'm not I I'm not necessarily going to agree with it. I've been fairly critical of Burrow. No, um, I just think it's premature. What we're he's played eight games. Eight games in. Yeah, he's played. Now he's he's going to be damn good. Oh, I've yeah. sat up here and I've said he's going to be damn good, and he will be damn good. The Titans, the Titans can't. The Titans don't rush the quarterback, which is weird because they've got like Jadeveon Clowney. They've got zero sacks. Um, I'm so glad the Browns Vic didn't Beasley. Pay him. I mean, like, they, it's they just weird. released Be- Beasley. Oh really? Yeah. They released Jonathan Joseph too. T. Higgins got that motherfucker fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, and and I think they were like twenty seventh pass defense. Their defense just isn't good. Yeah. You I know, mean, and Burrow's been known to light up bad defenses, and that's okay because you should. Yeah, especially as a rookie. Yeah. You yeah. Should, you, you should probably struggle with the. Better we've defenses. talked about the weapons that are there. I mean, Bengals fans pounded it in our head that they had a top five fucking receiving core. They had the. Well, Top five weapons in the league. As as things have shaken out with that, I mean, you've seen J, uh, AJ look like he's returned to form a little bit. Didn't have a big game against Tennessee. No, he's terrible. I started him in fantasy I, again. Well, that's why he sucked. If you would just keep him on the bench, he'd play good. I do. I need to keep uh, him on the bench. Do it for us. Um, but I mean, they've got a damn good compliment. Tyler Boyd. I'm I'm gonna probably piss you off with this. Tyler Boyd's the best slot receiver in the NFL. The best slot. The best slot receiver in the NFL. Tyreek Hill's not a slot receiver. He goes outside. Mm, the the best true slot in the I would game say is Tyler Boyd. I would say he's up there. I would say he's up there. I would have to really see the list and think about it. I think he's the best. He might be top five. He might be top five. But, I mean, they, they've got a good stable of weapons, especially at wide receiver. T. Higgins looked good. Had a ridiculous catch. Ridiculous throw by Burrow. Ridic- just, just a great play by them both. Um, T. Higgins is looking good. Tyler Boyd, I personally do think, is the best – I think the Bengals have the best player in the league at two positions on their team right now. I think Tyler Boyd's the best slot receiver in the game, and I think Jesse Bates is the best safety in the game. And I was saying that about Jesse Bates before they won this game. I'm not letting this win against the Titans. Uh, I, I would, shoot my I would head say up. Jesse Bates is top five. I wouldn't have him at the best. I, I do. I think he is. So I mean, you know, but so what do you do now? You got a bye week. Well, you got to win now because and, you well, just, you just took your you took yourself out of position for Sewell. Yeah, I think they're about out of the Penny Sewell race. Um, or Sewell, however you say it. Hey, what about little Josh Myers' action coming to Cincinnati this year? That, that might not be. Is he going to come out as a center or a guard? I don't know. I, he can play both, though. I might, <laughs> I'm not big on drafting Buckeyes in the pros because the Billy Price Real quick, thing, real quick. Fuck me up. I'm just Because now you got me thinking. So you're, you're taking Tyler Boyd over Tyler Lockett. Yes. Yes. And you now, now you're just high. No huh. way, no way. Look at the numbers, dude. 
Give me I know Tyler one has Burrow Russell Wilson, yeah. but we're, if we're going to put Joe Burrow up there. Well, Dalton's been – I mean, Tyler Boyd's been coming off of the past, you know, his whole career with, with Andy Dalton. I'm, I'm not going to take him over Lockett. I do. I will. And I, I'm trying not I, – I, and that's not based off – the Bates take and the, and the Boyd take are not based off of this last game. I've thought that about Boyd for a while. I've thought that about Jesse Bates since about week three. That's just my I, like I said, I, I would have I would have Boyd up there, but he, I'm not taking him over Tyler Lockett. No chance, no way. Tyler Lockett has too many big games. I mean, he Tyler Lockett has fucking 200, 300 yard games. Well, he's yeah, he's got more speed, but Boyd. I think Boyd puts up 100 yard. Games I would say more consistently. No, nah, well, I would no. Nah, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I would say. I would say Boyd catches more passes. Yeah, yeah, he definitely. I, gets I would say Boyd catches targets. more passes, but I would say. Tyler Lockett has more big plays. I could see because that Boyd argument. Can, Boyd can catch 10, 11 balls any given Sunday. Yeah, I, could, I mean, I could. But Tyler Lockett can go for 200 yards any given Sunday. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I could see the argument. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's a little bit of bias. That's in something there. we're going to have to take to our group chat because I'm interested to know everybody else's opinion. Yeah, and, and don't that's tell a good them one. about that's, this. That's, no, that's a good one. I would, I would have him top five, though. I, I mean, that's fair. I'll take that, love. So, but this is what I want to th- want to see. We, we got the bye coming up, mm-hmm. and then after that, Pittsburgh, we, get, we got Pittsburgh on a four twenty five er. Fucking yikes! Okay, I now always, let's see. I that. always watch the Pittsburgh game with my dad and my stepmom, right? Always, so I'm gonna have them over. Um, and my dad, I text my dad the other day. I said, "Hey, man, Pittsburgh game. We always watch together. You want to come over?" He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get fucking curb stomped." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. So what do you do with this offensive line? If Jonah's healthy, if Xavier Suafilo's healthy, who's been out for a while, if Trey Hopkins is healthy, if these guys are back, what do you do? I roll out the same exact offensive line. I probably would too. Why not? I would probably, I probably would too, just because. You know what the other ones? When you're talking year. about when you're talking about those other guys, it's just like, well, they suck. Yeah, but like Hakeem <laughs> Adenogy. So I mean, I mean, you were, in my opinion, the starting offensive line. I'll call them backups. In my opinion, you replaced backups with backups. Yeah, I mean, I think the the jury can still be out on Jonah Williams because it's his first year playing, but he's looked bad. I'm out on him. But well, I mean, I, I've that's not a knock. He I've just, only I've only seen eight games out of him, just like we've only seen eight games. Out yeah, of yeah, but he's just it doesn't matter who who it don't matter who he's blocking. He's always giving up sacks. So I, I mean, see. just just for instance, J- Jedrick Wills is eight games in. He don't give near the sacks up that fucking Jonah gives up. That's a very fair argument. You know that's, what I mean? That's or very fair. About, I would like about, to see what the What about Trist, Tristan Wirfs? Tristan Wirfs is going to be a fucking bust. I've said that since the draft. Dude, he's the dude. He's the be, he's one of the best left tackles in the game right now. He's not better than Andrew Whitworth, <laughs> but he's a rookie. He's I he, said he's he graded by bust, PFF so. as one is one of the best left tackles in the game already. In Tampa? Yeah, like yeah. he's balling, dude. Like, well, like Freddie throws the ball in two seconds. No, but listen, but they grade everything: the run, the pass, whatever. He's literally he's literally ranked one of the top well, hold tackles on. in the game. I've seen Bobby Hart get some pretty high rankings before. But I, Bobby Hart actually didn't have that bad of a season. <laughs> it still looks pretty fucking bad. But I I, I mean I just think I, you roll out the same line. Do you know what the other one's been? Um, everybody, I mean, I, I, I if not, I, you got to at least put Spain in there. Spain's Spain's nice. Spain was a practice squad call up. He wasn't even supposed to be on the roster that day. Yeah, but then, when you started so many games for Buffalo, well, Michael Jordan showed up sick. Yeah. Not COVID related or anything, but they sent him home yeah. like precautionary. So they said, you know, get Spain, Spain in there. When you, when Spain you, played damn good. When you yeah, when you when you got Spain, he should have been inserted immediately anyway. He started yeah, he was better every than game for else. Buffalo. He was better than anybody else yeah. that they had on the roster. That was a great get. So you know, you got Spain there. Uh, Finney wasn't available because of the yeah, COVID uh, protocols. Finney might and Finney might just end up being a backup. 
I think that he might just be a rotational guy right now. I don't. He he could take the other guard spot from from a guy like uh, an Alex Redman. I think. Yeah. Um, but, but but great but game. Looking at hey, the line, and they whooped their ass. They whooped it, their ass. And it wasn't even really as close as it looked. Hey, and 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 one thing, one thing I want to shout out. I want to shout out the defense. Yeah, they played damn good. I mean, Henry got his got his hundred some yards. He's going but, to. He's going to. But, but Tannehill's, Tannehill's an MVP up. candidate. And they shut him. And they they done it to Lamar and, too. And they and they shut down AJ. Uh, uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. They shut down AJ Brown, who's having a great year. Yeah, he had he had one touchdown, helped my fan duel out. Um, he uh, or they. Did I end up winning that, by the way? What, no, I did. I told did, you. Did I, I get told second you though? No, I think you were down there. Are you fucking kidding me? I was in first. <laughs> um, oh, but but any but uh, yeah, c- going back to him, man, just a, a great game is offensively. Gio Bernard has been great. I mean, his his pickups, his blitz pickups in the passing game are phenomenal. He's this a, is why. I, this is why I, I just I wouldn't I personally wouldn't have gave Mixon the money I not and, and I know Gio's been around a while and all that but I just feel like Gio's the vet Gio just he just does everything you want him to do yeah but the the difference with Gio is his he catches the ball a little bit better out of the backfield he's a he's a better he's like a bigger pass Sproles. he's like a, yeah he's a better pass blocker though than I think even Sproles yeah, was well, I think he's a better he'll pass step blocker. right up. That then makes him, but the issue with it is you can get Geo to give you those solid running back games like three or four times a year. Yeah, let's mixing talk- you can get that a little bit more. But I was very impressed by that. I was impressed by Zach Taylor. I, I yeah, I, I was impressed by the entire offense. He, he, I mean, he called a good game, he didn't do anything stupid. I'm not, he's not, you know, he hasn't earned his, I, I, his I, way into my heart by any means. But I, I was impressed by pretty much the whole operation. It's the most complete game I've seen them play in, in I, years. I, uh, I don't want to end this segment without talking bad Bengals, though. Oh, here and you come. Th- but listen, this wasn't nothing Sunday because I great game. Fucking A+. Plus. Why is people like John Ross still on this team? Oh, that's fucking ignorant, Why is dude. Geno Atkins on this team? Why is well, I know AJ, why Gino Green, is. AJ Green on this team? Why is Sean Williams on this team? Like, we're going to yeah. go through this again? A.J. Green's staying. A.J. Green's going to sign a contract and stay in Cincinnati. That's that's fucking um, terrible. If the Bengals sign him, that's fucking terrible. Look at what – you cannot – you just cannot sign him. I think The way that will. T. Higgins is playing, the way that Tyler Boyd is playing, Auden Tate played great. Auden Tate, you can't count on him to be consistent. No, but he'll, no. Ha- he'll have a couple flashy. How games consistent like that has AJ Green been through not, through eight games? No, that's very true. I'm just saying Auden Tate giving AJ Green any answer. kind of big contract is fucking. Dumb. Well, I don't think he's going to get a big contract. I think he's going to sign a fairly cheap deal and he's going to stay there. Um, I don't know. I think he can go get more money somewhere else. Possibly, but I don't. I, I don't know that he cares all that much about money. I really don't. I don't like. He's never really struck me as that guy. He said this year, he's like, "Yeah, they're going to franchise me. I'm not going to turn down 18 million dollars." But I, I I don't know some he he has always been and it's gotten lost keeping AJ Green is stupid years. at this point it's just I stupid I don't necessarily think it's you know the, I mean, it's, the right move it's, but it, they weren't gonna get go with your young guys there was no there was no ugh, dude after how well, they played you can, Sunday you can go there was with your no young guys. need not to unload no I understand that but Geno draft picks is, is the is draft picks well, right what now what were they gonna get for AJ oh it don't matter you could have got a fifth. John Ross should have been traded 1,000%. Could have, yeah. Somebody, have been I, and I, I know people were in room John Ross. No, the, it oh, was speed confirmed. Alone. It was confirmed. I, but it, the Bengals' stance they, was they were just, they just going to let him walk All, all kinds of teams called about fucking Geno. Geno should have been gone. He ain't done nothing. I mean, he ain't played much either, but it's it's stupid. You need draft picks right now. You have your franchise quarterback. The offense is already hitting. You know, you're – 
a, you you are you've competed in every game. You've competed in every game outside of Baltimore, and even then, you shut down Lamar Jackson. Um, nobody wants to talk about that. By the way, I got we'll go a to big that Lamar minute. argument. You no, know, because I want to go. I want to say something too. Um, but picks are the most valuable thing to the Bengals right now. If you unload a John Ross, say you want to keep Geno, or say you want to keep AJ, one or the other. So you say you want to keep Geno. You unload John Ross. You unload unload AJ. Sean Williams don't want to be there. It don't look like. And now you have three more picks. It don't matter if they're fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round picks. You have the picks to improve your team. Your not guys e- are close. Not your guys even, are close. Not even to execute the picks necessarily, just to use those picks as ammo to move up. Whatever you got to do. Go get your Whatever you got to do. More draft capital in the arsenal. I don't under – that organization couldn't sit down and do a press conference right now and explain to me a reason why John Ross is still on the team. Yeah, it's it's stupid. All uh, The the, the report verified trusted Bengals reporters are saying teams are calling about John Ross Cincinnati stances. They would rather let him walk in the offseason. Why? Why? I don't care if it's a Why? seventh and, and it wasn't going to be a seventh. I bet it was at least a sixth. You uh, and you had a six round left tackle start last week in Hakeem Adeniji who had a badass game. Mm. Now do I do, does that mean I think he's going to be great going right, forward? Right. I don't know, I, 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 but, but it turned into no, I'm with you. I'm with you because and not, on, not only that, well, it looks like they're probably going to keep Zach Taylor. I would. I mean, it is the Bengals. That's I mean, terrifying. You know, but yeah, he's going to win enough even games then, to keep his job. Even then, going into this draft with 11, 12 picks is better than going in with seven. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's and like that for you guys team. are a rebuilding team. You guys have won. You guys have won two games. You've been in every game, so you're close. You need the picks. Joe Burrow wasn't wrong in his post game interview. The Bengals are a few plays, and I think a more competent coaching staff away from like a five and two record. Yeah, they're a coach. They're you coach said different. on Twitter, and I want to. I, I meant to ask you if this was serious or sarcastic because I never know with you. Sometimes you're fucking around. Right. You said the Bengals are the best two five and one team you've ever seen. Is that were you were you fucking around trying to rile people up, or do you mean that? Uh, so, well, they've been in every game. They've been in. They've been in every sure. game. Um, but this was also on the heels of Joe Burrow being called the fourth best quarterback in the league. Well, that, that's why I couldn't tell. I, I don't but, really. I don't now, really. F- but I've said I've told you several times that the Bengals, the Bengals are close. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, they're, they're a good draft away. They are a good draft away, a good off season away. So I don't think they're going to get a lot of free agents. But you don't need a lot because you build through the draft. So you get one or two free agents to key, to 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 place where you you know need them most. Probably offensive line, you know, like a Jack Conklin. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you all those picks because listen, the more picks you have, the better chance you have of hitting on those late ones. Yeah, it's a numbers. You game. know, I would, you exactly. You'd rather have three seventh round picks than one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a numbers game. And they're they're misusing Geno Atkins when they do play him too. It's weird. He's one of the best three techniques that we've seen in a you know one of the best, not the best, but one of the best that we've seen in the last ten years. And they're putting him right over the nose now because Reader's yeah. out. It's like he's not. It's it's different. It's so I be, still think Lou Anarumo needs to get the. Fuck I, I want to see how they compete against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a real deal. I Pittsburgh think Pittsburgh has a real defense. I think it's gonna be fucking ugly. Yeah. And I, <laughs> the Bengals might have fucked themselves losing some of these games that they've lost. Like they're going to look back at both Cleveland games. They're going to look back at the Colts game. Where they, they should have won. They could have won the first Cleveland game. They should have won the second Cleveland yeah. game. Yeah. Well, but then when I think about it, when I think about it, 
the, they couldn't stop the run. I, as you've seen with the Browns on Sunday, if you can't stop the run, you're not going to win in the NFL. When you give up 200 rushing yards like they did to the Browns the first game, when you when you give a team the ability to control the clock like that, you're not going to win. Could they have won? Yes, but but this la- the last Bengals Browns game they should. I have would won. I I would agree until I think of the pick Joe Burrow should have thrown. Yeah, but he didn't actually throw it. Yeah, but we're, but if we're playing the what if game, I'm not saying the what if game. They should have. They should have been able to keep no, Cleveland I, out I, of the end zone. I, but here's what I'm saying: there wasn't a defense stopping that offense in that game, right? You agree? There with wasn't that. a defense. Yeah, on either side. Right. So if they, if the Browns make that pick, they're already up four points. Yeah, that's true. And then they score and they go up ten, yeah, eleven. That's points. fair. I see what you're saying. Could they have won that game? Yes. But could they have lost by more in that game as well? Yes. So I, you know, I see both sides of it. Yeah, I guess that's. Fair. And then kind I'll, of I'll talking that. about being in every, every game, and we want to talk. You wanted to bring up Lamar, whose numbers are not very good this year. Um, yeah, the Bengals defense shut down Lamar. Uh, on top of that, the Bengals defense also shut down Ryan Tannehill, who's having an MVP type, MVP type season. But how comes we discredit Baker Mayfield when he throws five touchdowns against him? Well. I've never really discredited Baker. No, you, but uh, you, you have done a I'm very talking. big Baker flip here in the last three weeks or so. You're uh, back, right? Uh, that, You're back in, right? I, I need to see more, but I can't judge him off of 50 mile per hour winds up up next to the lake. Well, and yeah, we haven't got into that game yet. My this is my thing with Lamar, man, and I I got into it with a Ravens fan today, and he was like getting personal and shit, and I'm like, hey, man, chill. It's not that deep, you know. We're just, we're just talking here, and I get it. Lamar's his guy. You're going to ride for him. I, I defended Andy Dalton. He has Dalton. worse numbers than Baker right now. I had to defend Andy Dalton for way longer than I should have. Okay, That's I what I've it. said about Baker. But it's it's just time to face the facts. Lamar is a great regular season quarterback. And the dude I was arguing with on Facebook going back and forth, he's throwing me Lamar's stats, his regular season stats. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's dope. But what I'm saying is he's 0-3 against Kansas City. He just lost to to Pittsburgh the first time that he ever played them with Ben on the field. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. He he. If you can make Lamar Jackson have to throw deep and outside, excuse me, outside the numbers, I like your chances. If you're a good team and you make Lamar throw outside the numbers and throw down the field, I like your chances. He gave the ball away. What what do you have personally? Three, four turnovers, uh, two fumbles, and two picks, or is it was it was it two picks and a fumble? Two picks and a fumble. Yeah. I mean, he's giving the ball away left and right, and mm-hmm. and. This isn't, uh, and I, I told the dude today, I said, so the fact that I like the Bengals, that takes away my right and my ability to evaluate a quarterback from what I see from my point of view? No. It's not because I don't really hate Baltimore like that. I hate Pittsburgh. I don't like Baltimore. They're a division rival, but my hatred in the division lies in Pittsburgh. I just, from what I've seen from Lamar so far, and, and it, look, it's his, it's, this is his third year, right? Yep. Okay, and he didn't play much his first. It's cool. I'm not saying that the dude's always going to suck and that he can't get better. He's a fucking freak athlete. He's got the best training that you can have surrounding him in the NFL. He could become a great passer, but what I'm saying is right now, if you told me I have to count on Lamar Jackson to go beat Kansas City in the playoffs, I'm taking Kansas City 10 times out of 10. If you tell me Lamar has to go throw to beat Pittsburgh, I'm taking Pittsburgh 10 times out of 10. And I feel like he gets such a pass. Lamar gets this crazy pass that Baker Bayfield doesn't get. But Lamar has worse numbers than Baker right now. Yeah. So what is the issue? Why is it that 
Lamar gets this pass because and is it because he runs the ball well? Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So let's start comparing him to Joe Mixon then. But we're talking about a quarterback, the most important position in the league, that has to throw his team to victory. Lamar Jackson's not crop, cracking my top 20. They did. They had a, like his biggest games, his top six biggest games, which would be um, like I think it's two playoff games. Um, two, three against KC, uh, two playoff games, two big games against Kansas City and Pat Mahomes, and then he's played two games against Roethlisberger. In those six games, he's zero six. Yeah, that that tells the story right there, and that's not an indictment on Lamar Jackson as a player. It's just to me, I can can't win the big ones. He's the NFL's James Harden. Mm-hmm. He's the James Harden of the NFL. Lamar Jackson right now is not if you. And th- this may sound crazy and biased. If you want to tell me which quarterback that I'm going to take that's going to throw the football, if it's Lamar Jackson or it's Joe Burrow, I'm taking Joe Burrow 10 times out of 10. If it's about Th- throwing, oh, throwing the, the football, football. Absolutely. If it's about absolutely. throwing uh, the football. If it's about throwing the football, I don't know if, if fucking Lamar's in the top 20. Yeah, he's not in mine. But I think that is – I think everybody knows that. I think everybody probably agrees with I that. I feel like people don't. I feel like Lamar just gets this pass because he'll make a badass run mm. and do a spin move. He's and that's not all my, well he's not my top 20 throwing the ball. No, not, not no, by no any means. No way. Oh, well, let's talk about my Browns, man. Weird game. 16-6 to six loss. It's like – I said I couldn't wait to, to see how Baker bounced back after the Bengals game without Odell Beckham Jr. But this is just one of those games where you can't judge because – up next to the lake, weather gets real bad. I mean, dude, up it was the, like up, sunny, and dude, then it, it rained, sunny, and then, then it, it rained, snowed. and then it hailed, <laughs> like, and then the winds were fifty miles per hour the entire game. Um, I will say this though: all of a sudden, Jarvis Landry can't catch a ball, and he's dropping the ball. Uh, Browns led the week with drop balls with five. Um, Baker would have had a couple touchdowns. He, like the loss isn't on Baker at all. At well, all. I, I saw that, and I and I if you look at my Twitter feed, I'm pretty much fucking done with Twitter. All right, I don't fuck with it because people are just ridiculous on there. But I'll go into our direct messages because I still respond to our group chats and shit. And I, the timeline will pop up as I go into see it. And I saw you said this loss isn't on Baker, not even a little bit, not even a little. And I would agree with you after watching the game. Not know, even a little. You, it, it's just well, third, uh, third and five, and Joku's on a, a drag route wide open. Baker hits him in the chest. He drops it. Touchdown to Jarvis, who you've seen that one. He makes it to touchdown. Jarvis drops it. Another pass to Jarvis in the end zone. Jarvis drops it. Yeah, it's just five drop, five drops on the day. I think I want to say with the five drops, Baker would have been around like two hundred something yards, like twenty or or I want to say it was like seventeen for twenty three or something without the drops. I mean, you can't put drops on the quarterback, man. I mean, you just can't. And it's just one of those games where you know you you don't really. Uh, you just can't judge anything because of how bad the weather is. Now, what you can judge is the defense and, and the coaching because you have a team coming in from Las Vegas um, that was 0-10 playing in a quarterback playing um, 50, degree, 50 degrees or less. He was, 0 of, he was 0 of his last 10. So you can't lose like that. The defense couldn't stop a cold, which is why I'm very frustrated. They didn't do anything at the deadline to get the defense some help. But the biggest take, the biggest take from Maul, and and I'm ready to say this now at the at the buy, and 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 I think I've been I've been ready to say this, man, old oh man, do the Browns miss Nick Chubb and Wyatt Teller? 
Well, more specifically, Wyatt Teller. I thought about Chubb. And let me tell that you, that feels like a game where Chubb makes a difference. That's a Nick Chubb. That's not a Kareem listen to this Hunt stat. Game. I I would have agreed if I had not have seen this. Listen to this stat: the Browns are averaging six point eight yards per carry with Wyatt Teller on the field. Six point eight. Jesus. And three point nine when he's not. Oh wow! So that dude's that fucking good. An extra three yards per run, good right now. That's a, a huge difference. I mean, you run three. Let's 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 just break that down to like the 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 bottom levels of football. And you probably told your kids this in Pee Wee through the years, like we've we've told ours. If you can get three yards every time you carry the ball, three yards in a cloud of they dust, never get the ball it. back. Three, another six, another nine, thing 12. on there too. They are also averaging a nine point two blown block pressure rate. So that means they missed a block, like at 9.2. Without him, with him, it's 5.5. Like, the numbers are huge on wow. how much they miss Teller. And so, that's okay, just, they do miss Teller more than Chubb. I'll, well, it, but here's the thing. It's too. probably a mix. It's, a, it's definitely a mix. And me and you talked about it, and we actually agreed that we thought maybe Kareem Hunt was better than Nick Chubb because he was he looked faster. He looked like he's seen the hole better. He's more explosive. That is not the case, man. He just looks – he's more fun to watch. He's a sexier runner of the football than Nick Chubb is. Right. Chubb is just downfield, hit the hole, hit the hole and go. Or like force his you, way through like three the, people. Wait, with, you haven't seen a Browns big play in weeks. Yeah. And because when you look back at the Dallas games and the Bengals' first game, Nick Chubb's breaking a 20-yard, 25-yard run every game. Yeah. Like, they, those guys are – like, those are like – that's like the heart of our offense right now and – Fortunate enough, we might get them back after the bye. You know who, who you got after the bye? I can't Houston, remember. Houston, Houston. You guys win that one pretty easily, I think. They're, Houston's defense is very bad. Yeah. If we can get Teller and we can get Chubb back, that's that would be huge. Be huge. That was a, a a Cleveland football game, and I thought that that was going to favor the Browns. Heavily. I did too. I did just, too. Just just you know, Carr's record and weather below forty or fifty. I think is what you said. Um, you will not you and you should know this from week two as a Bengals fan. You cannot win games in the NFL giving up five, six yards of carry. No. When a team just decides we're just gonna run it down your throat and they can run it thirty, forty times a game, you've lost. Yeah, it's over. You've lost. You've got to stop the run. And the Browns didn't do that. No, they game, didn't. So. No, Josh Jacobs and fucking whoever their backup was ran all over the Browns. Shockingly, the Bengals won after giving up a hundred and some yards to Henry, but they kept him out of the end zone. Um so I mean, yeah, it's it's weird, but I think if the start of the season, you'd say you'd be what five and three going. Oh God, I'll take this. It. Oh, dude, right now we're we're in a we're in a uh, we are in a um, spot right now. We're actually the either the sixth or seventh seed, and either Baltimore or the Colts have to lose this week. So and you got you got one more with Baltimore and one more with Pittsburgh left this year, too, right. right? So so the Browns, I I'm predicting the Browns either be at ten or eleven wins. Um, they got Houston, Philadelphia. The Jets, the Giants, and Jacksonville left on their schedule. They have five wins. That's five teams I think that they should beat. That should put you at ten wins, and that should get you in the playoffs. Um, and if, for, if somehow maybe you can beat a Baltimore, maybe you can beat a Tennessee, or you can beat a Pittsburgh, you know, we'll see. Tennessee's beatable. You just saw it. Yeah. Um, so. Not if we can't stop the run. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, so that's 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 where we stand on uh, on the NFL this week. Uh, the the Bengals, the Browns. We got the the off week. Play some Call of Duty. You know the guys can relax, get back right. Uh, real quick, want to talk about. I don't know if anybody saw the post on our Facebook page, but uh, 
I've got a salute to service Cincinnati Bengals hat. I'm actually wearing one, so this is how it happened. I won one through – we talked about big rig sports breaks last year, uh, last week where you can enter and win, win all kinds of stuff. I got a signed Jabril Peppers Michigan jersey on the way. Um, so I won a Bengals salute to service hat in one of his breaks, and he accidentally sent me two. So I got I got an alert from my ring doorbell that someone was at my door. I look out. I see a small box. I'm like, oh, cool. It's my hat. I see another box the exact same size. I'm like, oh, shit, it's my hat. So what he wants to do – is hook us up with memorabilia to give away once a week. Um, so we're going to start with that. He accidentally bought it, so he said that'll be my contribution for the week. Uh, we've talked about their um, some signed Bernie Kosar pictures floating around that we might be able to get our hands on. So we're going to try to tailor it around Bengals fans, Browns fans, Buckeyes fans mostly. I think that's probably our biggest listener base. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're going to come up with a way for you to win this hat if you're a Bengals fan and promise for the Browns fans we will have something up for you next um, next time around, we'll try to get a, something Browns to give away next week. So check out Big Rig Sports Breaks. I've tagged them on my Facebook. It's fun, man. You get in there, put some money in. Uh, I'm going for a signed Burrow jersey right now. Um, I'm going for a signed Kozar. Yeah, Kozar yeah, those should be breaking soon. Um, I talked to Charlie a lot, man. He's a good dude. He he ships things out very quickly. Um, he's he's offered to you know let us try to grow our community in the room. We kind of help him out, get people in there. It's been fun. So um, so you know. Just way to gamble from the comfort of your yeah. own home more than anything. Yeah, and 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 you know, I, I didn't know. I, I, did I tell you? It's kind of not, not really personal, but did I tell you who I'm most proud of after last week? Though I don't think so. Michigan State. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's talk about it. We're gonna get into that shit, aren't didn't we? Didn't Michigan State just lose to the Rutgers by eleven? No way, Michigan loses to Michigan State, right? We we talked about it the day before with Austin, twenty four and a half point favorites. I think it, dude. Dipped. And I said I'm taking that with Michigan and run with it to the bank. I think it dipped down to twenty one. I so, wasn't expecting that, man. This you guys look like shit. Is the single worst loss of the Jim Ball Harbaugh era at Michigan? The single worst. He's he uh, he's close to being done. As soon as he loses to Ohio State, he's done. He's not going to get fired. Michigan will never fire Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's exit strategy is going to be there's going to be 10, 12 NFL jobs open up this uh, this offseason. Let me throw my hat in the ring on those. I think he goes back to the NFL somewhere. So you're I think that's take his, him in Cincinnati. That's the no. Um, but I think that's the way that he gets out of that. But the single worst loss of the Harbaugh era by far. 21 point favorite at home at the, I think when the game closed it went down from the 24 down to 21 three touchdown favorite you're at home I know the big house isn't the big house right now without all the people in it but regardless you're you're at home this guy's his first year as Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker got picked up in like fucking February super late after all the crazy shit that happened with with uh, D'Antonio and his exit and they just fucking dropped it Ricky White Guy from this area, actually. Uh, he's Willie bald, Flight's cousin. Bought out, dude. Our, our good friend Willie Flight. It's his cousin. 196 yards. I think second highest record of, for a Michigan State player against Michigan. And Don Brown, who has been my favorite Michigan coach for the past three years or so, over Harbaugh because I've been kind of out on Harbaugh. Don Brown, who's who is still one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. I do not understand why he kept those corners in man all game. Well, they're getting my, fucking killed. That was my takeaway, dude. Your guys' corners are terrible. Vincent Gray getting killed. Fucking Green on the other side getting killed. And you got Daxton Hill, who's one of the better safety prospects in the last few years that you stole from Alabama. Put him over top. 
play that like cover every time they took a deep shot it was a flag mm-hmm. or it was a completion yeah. now i do want to say and i'm not blaming the officials for this loss by any means i am blaming the coaching staff and jim harbaugh that game was not called fairly when it comes to holding and pass interference by any means well what, michigan what, state what, got away with a whole well, lot because of shit. what i think is ha- what i think starts happening and 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 it, because i think it's kind of easy to manipulate the refs what I think starts happening is those corners start getting burnt. They start getting burnt, so they start holding a little bit. And now you're saying you got a coach and the player saying, hey, I've been burning them all game. Now all of a sudden he's holding me and all that, and I think the flags start flying in. It started early, though. It started early. Didn't they get burnt like twice, though, before it started? They, they started getting the penalties earlier. It just it, – it could have mattered, and I do want to point out there was a big third down in their own territory that Michigan State completed on that last touchdown drive that was clearly, clearly an incomplete pass. It is a complete disgrace that Michigan, that Jim Harbaugh didn't have somebody upstairs in the booth or whatever demanding that he take a timeout and get that play looked at because that play goes the other way. Michigan gets the ball back. We may be looking at a different game. Michigan may go get that touchdown. To, to you can't keep, the keep win. but yeah, but like you that said. That is bullshit. That's yeah, but, on the coach. But like you said, though, you can't. That's a team you should have been up on by a couple yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, they shouldn't have been in that position. Right. But the fact that they didn't make that challenge is completely asinine to me. Yeah. I'm done with Jim Harbaugh. Dude, I don't give a fuck about the rest of this season yeah i'm going i'm going you're kind of back on the Bengals train now you know you was michigan but you know they're going to let you down again but the the Bengals are the team and i and i don't want to get back to the nfl but at least they're doing what you thought they would do and they're starting to get better and better throughout the year yeah i mean yeah but that's all you expected but dude i'm flying to florida in december for the Michigan Ohio State game, I'm going to Tampa. <laughs> All right, so so this is what happened. My dad was in the, in the podcast. You know, he's had some health issues, some some things that he's battled through the last year. He decided that with how this this COVID thing's falling out, he said, "I don't want to watch this game in Ohio. The bars are bullshit." I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he he calls me up. He says, "Hey man, December twelfth, Michigan Ohio State." He said, "I don't want to miss this game with you ever." I said, well, "I get that. We're always going to watch this game together. That's like you know our biggest day." He said, "So." I'm buying you and your girlfriend and John and any of the, uh, our other kids that want to come. I'm buying you a ticket. We're flying to Florida. I said, okay, because, you know, Sean, he comes up for Thanksgiving every year. We always watch it with him. He's like, he can't come back up. He's like, we're going to Florida. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're going to fly down to Florida on a Thursday, come back home on a Monday. It'll be cool. Now it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Dude? I just watch them get their ass whooped here. <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to go all the way to fucking Tampa to watch them get their ass kicked. That's that's more because it's really yeah, important no. to my dad, and I'm going to go Speaking for it. of the Buckeyes. But he, like, he doesn't want to watch it at our normal spot. I won't say the name. He's like, but the rules that you have to abide yeah. by there just are sucking everything out, and that yeah. goes back to our fucking idiotic governor. Yep, absolutely. And the people that own the bar having to do what they have to do to try yeah, to stay afloat. Yeah, you have to. But speaking of a, of a good college team, and speaking of the Buckeyes, Buckeyes with a win over uh, the uh, Penn State. Okay, they won. They kicked the shit out of them. Penn State sucks. Podcast over. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Who man, gives a fuck? They just they just were able to do whatever they wanted to do, man. Anything they wanted. Anything they wanted Anything to do. Anything they wanted. Um, Justin Fields is uh, – He's I was, my Heisman favorite now with Lawrence being out. Yeah, because, because you know, Heisman like favorite. me and you had been talking at the end of last year about – how fields look hesitant with throwing the ball and the deep ball dude Especially this year mattered, this yeah. year he's just dropping them in the fucking bread basket dude yeah just on every on everything and and, and that's then, not a bad team that he played they're 0-2 but they're not a bad team no no, no 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 
I fucking love Garrett Wilson, receiver out of Texas. That is a bad fucking dude. Yeah, that's a bad. Uh, and with Chris Olave, that I mean the, the wide receivers, the wide receivers are just set. You know, I think the Buck, I think the Buckeyes are missing. You know, they're used to a Zeke and a J.K. Dobbins. You know, they uh, don't have that definite running right. Back, they don't. It just doesn't matter. That's right now. Yeah, that's just one of the things I think they might miss against a, a real good team. But this may be the best wide receiver right. I've seen them yeah. have in oh, five years. Oh, absolutely, it absolutely is, and probably and the best quarterback. Um, just because you know Fields is a, a year older than he was last year, and he's he's going to be a Heisman candidate. Um, the defense is, is is better. The linebackers are. Borland and and uh, fuck I forget what's his face but they're, they're just they're just playing real good ball. Um, Secondary is nice. Defensive. I mean, it's just they're a team that's built for the uh, you know a, a national championship. Yeah, and, a tainted national right. championship. Just like you said, the Lakers championship was tainted. Ohio State, if they win, it's definitely tainted. Trevor Lawrence is out with COVID. They didn't have to play a non conference schedule. Totally tainted. Uh, I'm just gonna dude, get on that train now. It's five fifty. Tre- Trevor Lawrence. The, the, <laughs> Clemson's <laughs> Clemson's making the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Even if they lose to Notre Dame, yeah. which I don't Trevor's think be Notre Dame is fucking frauds, dude. They we'll are see. fucking. We'll see frauds. this week. We'll, we'll find out week. Saturday I, because I disagree. I, I think I no. Think, you think they're for real? I think they're I, a fucking I think they're fraud pretty good. Like every other year. All right. So I, that's what I'm going to be in. But yeah, so this is what's going to happen. Michigan's going to play Indiana. Maybe fucking lose. Indiana looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that's no slouch. But what's probably going to happen is what happens every year with Michigan for me. They drop that game early that they shouldn't drop just a stinker. It's usually against like a Notre Dame or going something. Going a big Michigan, fucking run. They're going to go on a run, and everybody, and sometimes even you were buying into it like, oh, shit, Michigan found well, something. Something's working with Michigan. This is going to be a game. Defense. And then we're going to get there, and we're going to get fucking drubbed by fucking 40. Or yeah, by Ohio it, State. Give up 60 to Ohio State. It's going to happen. You you I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you what I want and people are gonna say I'm crazy or I'm 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 a secret Buckeye or the you know you've you've been really pushing the secret Buckeye thing you got you are on you are secret Buckeye the Michigan needs to call Luke Fickle hey. he's got UC at number seven in Dude, the country Luke he, he flirted with Michigan State yeah. last year I know yeah. he graduated from Ohio State he coached at Ohio State for a would long he go time. to Michigan I think he might he entertained Michigan State I yeah. know it's different yeah I'd I'd make the call. That's but people that's are saying that, about, and I was, and I've actually, I've actually thought about that. Luke, Fickle. I've actually thought about Luke. I'm like, man, dude, he's got him, he's got him playing some good football right now too. UC's in the playoff discussion right now. Yeah, yeah. Like that's Luke Fickle's legit. legit, dude. University of Cincinnati. Legit. Yeah. So that that's one I would look at, and what another thing that I'm seeing in regards to Harbaugh is the last thing I'll touch on it. He's not going to get fired because of the buyout. I thought his contract was up. I must have read that wrong because I said that last week. Michigan's not going to do that buyout with the economic impact they felt from this COVID shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to. They might. I mean, they, they have the money. Let's not get it twisted. Michigan, The University of Michigan has as much money as they need. I think it's going to take Harbaugh stepping away for Michigan to not go into next year with Harbaugh as the head coach. And, he'll, and, he, and he'll start feeling the pressure. If he, I'm sure he already does. How, I mean, shit. He's yeah. 0-5 against yeah. Ohio State. You know, he's, fans are going to start calling for him, especially if he loses this year. He's won one game in his tenure at home against Ohio State and Michigan State. One. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Well, all right, man. Well, you know, pick them. Hey, like we said at the beginning of the show, the pick them is open. Week 9, get your picks in. Cash app uh, Drew Garrison. Make those picks and uh, get in this pick them. I think the pot right now is at 150 bucks. We always get that big wave there uh, on the uh, on the last big day. Thursday so, push. so um, you guys get those picks in uh, and send that money to Drew. And um, thanks for tuning in. We will be back in next week. Uh, political talk uncut. Is that what we're going to be called now? Political talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.